What's up? Good morning, fancast. Today I'm your host, Dominic Wilson. Today is a solo episode as we're on Christmas break. And today I'm going to give you an overview on concussions and how they are really big in sports. So, what is a concussion? Well, a concussion is a mild traumatic brain injury that can happen from anywhere from a car crash to you getting absolutely hit on a football field. One of the biggest things that is um, clear about One of the biggest things that's clear about concussions is that they're severe because it is a brain injury. That is the thing that we need to get across is that it is damage to your nervous system in your brain and it is damage to your brain. It can range from very mild where you don't really feel any symptoms and you have no idea that you have it until you are diagnosed by a a doctor. But... What also it is can go very traumatic and like, as you saw with Tua Tagovailoa last year with his three concussions that he took, especially the one against the Cincinnati Bengals, where he got hit and hits the turf and his fingers start curling up. That is a sign of a concussion. Concussions, they do compound. Concussions, once you get one, you're more susceptible to getting another. It's kind of like a fracture. You're more susceptible to fractures after you break it. Like, yes, it builds back stronger, but you you break it once, you're more susceptible to breaking it again. So the biggest thing is with your brain, you got to make sure you keep it, like, protect it. So how do we protect it? The way we protect your head, pertaining to football, is that helmet. The helmet has padding all around it and inside it. It's getting better. We're adding more, we're adding thicker padding. Great job to the NFL and Amazon Web Service. Honestly, I'm very much impressed. They are working overtime on trying to get the uh like helmet to take the force of a like a concussive force that could cause brain problems and distribute it around your head and just kind of out and leave your brain fine it is still being worked on like we're still having to work on it very a lot but the amount of work that is being done day in and day out by not just the NFL and Amazon Web Service, but other companies, Under Armour, and um, that, that for an example, they they're working overtime. We're working with neural neural trauma uh, neural trauma doctors and getting researchers. They're they're working their butts off trying to get this to work. Un- to cut down on concussions, and not just at the elite level of the pros, but also in high schools and middle schools and youth leagues. Like, concussions are something that are long-term. You get one concussion, 
even if it seems mild, that concussion is going to affect you down the line in your life. You might not see it right away, but, I mean, look at what's happened to other football players, other former NFL players with, like, their uh, brains after they die. Like, a lot of the time, CTE. That's what it is. Like, you you get CTE, I think. The post-symptomatic of a concussion, the, the dramatic neural decline after taking a concussion, and usually it's more than one, that's concerning, and it's really concerning when you have more than one severe concussion. And that is kind of what had got happened to to Attack of Aloya in the 2022 season was when he took those three concussions. They compounded one right after the other got worse. Yikes, that was just bad. I I'm glad that he's still being able to go. I'm actually quite impressed. You've seen how his season's been. It's almost like as if he's uh like MVP material, man, but concussions, there's something that you don't want to mess around with. We're working on it around the clock with our do- with the doctors, like the doctors are working on it. The technology is getting better. The helmets are becoming more and more like absorbive, like they're able to absorb the impact better. The, it's just the work that's being put in. Now, concussions, we will always, always have to deal with concussions in sports, in professional sports, in youth sports, especially in football. I mean, yeah, you'll get, I mean, you'll get them in, like, football's the main one. But soccer, you'll see them with the headers, like, that will cause concussions too. I mean, you're hitting your skull against a solid object that has air in it. Like, it, hey, yes, it has air in it, but it's a solid object. Like, you're smacking your skull, smacking your brain into your skull because your brain sits in liquid in your skull. And what'll happen is when you throw your head forward, that throws your brain forward because of the liquid that it's sitting in. It throws it forward throws it into the front of the skull but the problem that we really have is the whiplash kind of on the way back is when you throw your head forward but then your head comes back you're throwing your skull forward and then you're throwing your skull back right into you're throwing your brain back into the back of the skull so it's a double hit so it's pretty much your brain tissue, you're smacking your brain tissue into the front and then into the back. You're pretty much bruising your brain twice. Now, yes, we're working on everything for football, but look at what we're what we need to do in other sports. I mean, basketball's becoming rougher. Have you seen the way the NBA season's been going? Like like, I've seen more dirty plays in the NBA this year than I've seen in years past. I wasn't alive during the Larry Bird era, or the older era, but I, I, this is the dirtiest play I've ever seen in the, in the 2023 campaign for the NBA. I mean, Dame, 
Draymond Green's ejection for punching a dude in the head. Oh my goodness. But like concussions in every sport are like kind of ramping up, I think. The the way it looks is like concussions seem to be increasing, not um, decreasing. So, like, concussions are, like, you can show, like, no symptoms but have a concussion, or you can be very symptomatic, which is, like, you're dizzy, you're falling over. Like, you you see the NFL players that take a hit, they stand up, they seem fine, but then they fall over. That's usually sometimes a sign of concussion. Now, sometimes you'll see a player, he, he takes a hit, he's fine. And then all of a sudden you'll hear that, hear that he went into the blue tent and he's being evaluated. And this is like five minutes later when he's off on the bench and he's fine. Then all of a sudden you hear he's in the blue tent being evaluated for a concussion. So concussions are very um, finicky. Like y- you might not see it right away, but then you might notice it later. Um... <coughs> Sports, I mean, we have awareness is higher. Awareness is highest that we've ever seen it. (coughs) Excuse me. Increased awareness of concussions hasn't happened. But concussions continue to rise. For example, the NFL concussion rates increased by 18% from 2021 to 2022. And for school-age children, so like middle school, high school, maybe even younger, concussion rates increased nearly one and a half times from 2010 to 2014 and 2015 to 2017. Why are people getting so many concussions? I think what we're having a problem with is education. I don't know. I don't think we're really educating people on how to tackle correctly, on how to play a sport correctly. Um, like, concussions are increasing, and I think it's because of a... Like, yes, awareness is high, but I think it's lack of understanding how to prevent them that is where i really do think that we need to do better at education education of coaches is already really good like you see the nfl coaches being really good you see it's just i think what we really need is some sort of change in education not just for the coaches but over the players on how to protect their heads what do we need to do to protect them from taking a concussion? Concussions we cannot eradicate, or at least I don't think we will be able to eradicate them. Now, I think because of our technology now, we can actually take care of athletes better. I think with the better technology, the better padding that's being put in the helmets, and the helmets, the technology is getting better. 
I think that's helping, but I really think that what we need is to, like, have an education system for coaches and athletes so they understand what to look for in concussions. Now, we really only want medical professionals actually diagnosing, but I'd rather have a coach know the symptoms of a concussion, and if they see a player go down, either on the field or, like, later on the bench, they can get the trainer over there, or the medical professional, and make sure that the athlete is okay. Now, I want to also educate the players so that the players can look out for their own teammates, and actually diagnose that, or not di- actually diagnose, but see what happens and is like, okay, you might have a concussion, let me take you over here. I know that every player, I know that every player hates getting checked out. I know it. We're all tough. Like, athletes are just tough. We're, they're, they're, we're a stubborn breed. I'm, I will admit that I am an athlete in my spare time. I love being an athlete. But we all have to make sure that our health and the health of our of our fellow athletes are okay. And I know we hate having to tell the guy, hey, I'm sorry, but you might not be doing so great. You got to get yourself checked out. But it's better in the long run because they get checked out sooner and find out they have a concussion. Then, dang, we can now take steps to help them down the line and actually make sure that they are okay so concussions we have to figure out and we are working as a nation in the united states to figure out how to stop concussions problem is we're trying to eradicate them that is where we are having problems as we are trying to eradicate them entirely It's like we're trying to treat them like a sickness. I don't think we can actually eradicate them sooner. Like, I don't think we can eradicate them entirely. But what we can do is get really good technology and help decrease these concussion rates to hopefully almost nothing. Now, of course, in the NFL, you are always going to have problems because you have 300-pound men, for example, 200 to 300-pound men flying at each other at high speeds and hitting each other (coughs) with high speeds. In 2022, concussion rates increased by 18%. That's what ESPN said from the NFL. That was written February 3rd, 2023. Now, the increase is concerned. And especially among collegiate and high school. That is where it is very concerning because, yes, it's very concerning for the pro athletes. But I'm really concerned for the increase in high school and collegiate. I'm concerned for it because our, those brains are still growing. Our brains are still growing. Males' brain, our brains continue growing until like 25, 26. Um, and I think that's just across the board for all, for everyone. I mean, maybe women's brains mature a little faster than men's, but 
for the most part, are brains that continue growing until 25, 26, which means when you're kind of giving concussive forces to a young brain like that, especially in high school, in college, yikes! Like, okay, that, that means we're pretty much allowing those heads to hit and take concussive forces that can cause problems down the line in education. So what do we do? I don't think we eradicate football. I don't even erad- I don't think we eradicate concussive like I, I don't think we can eradicate concussions. But what we do is teach <coughs> maybe even like when we're having to teach them in practices, teach them how to like fall correctly, how to teach them how to like take a hit correctly. I mean, that's all I, that's what I could think, you know, I mean, what we really want to make sure of is try to avoid post-concussive syndrome, because post-concussive syndrome lasts for months to years. That is basically when you basically feel symptoms of a concussion even after you have recovered from it. You will feel it even after you recover. So, that is where it's, you gotta watch it, because in high schools, if they, they could have post-concussive syndrome without us even really noticing. Now, it usually happens later in the year, but that's what, I mean, or like later down the line. Uh, but it's just something that we gotta make sure of. I mean, it's in, it looks like, yes... Football is the highest for youth sports causing the concussions. But baseball and softball have increased over the past 11 years. According to MedStarHealth.org, we have had an increase in youth concussions. So, like, what we have is that Tooth in in some they took a study, two thousand six hundred and fifty one concussions were observed. In ten nine hundred and twenty six eight 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 nine two in ten thousand nine hundred six hundred. Yeah, in athlete exposures with an incidence of, so it was zero point two percent per one thousand boys. Sports accounted for fifty three percent of athlete exposures, and seventy five percent of all concussions. <laughs> So, football accounted for more than half of the concussions, as it had the highest incident rate. Girls' soccer had the most concussions among the girls' sports, and the second highest incidence rate in all 12 sports. So, the concussion rate increased 4.2-fold, so 95% confidence interval over the 11 years, so it left 15.5% annual increase in similar boys and girls sports, baseball, softball, basketball, and soccer. Girls had roughly twice the concussion risk of boys. Concussion rate increased over time in all 12 sports. So, what what this report, what this data is kind of saying is that although the collisions of men's football and lacrosse had highest number of concussions in 
football, the highest concussion rate overall. Concussions incurred in all the old sports, and was observed that in women's sports, that it was at a rate similar or higher to than men's sports. Which kind of makes sense. I mean, when you're kind of running at full speed, very competitive. Like, both men and women are very competitive. And hitting with large amounts of force, concussions will happen. So I will say that we are getting better, but there's still a lot of work to do. I think that will do it for this episode of Good Morning Fancast. I hope you all have a great Christmas break. Happy holidays. Merry Christmas. Uh, We wish you well. Peace out.